Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for Bishop Dagwood Mills. We thank you. Bible says that when you loved, you sent your son. So we realize that anytime you love us, you send us a man, you send us somebody to help us, to guide us. And we thank you for who he is in our lives. As a church, we stand together to say thank you. We pray that, Lord, you will cause him the residue of his years. Let him go stronger and stronger. We pray that, Lord, you will help us to stand with him all the days of his life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. All right, you may be seated. I just want to just share a little on top of what we have heard or what we just watched. Hallelujah. And I want to talk about how to honor someone by paying attention to his words. Hallelujah. How to honor someone by paying attention to his words. Matthew chapter 16 Verse 14. Matthew chapter 16. Can I get an usher? The pulpit, please. If you can help me. Yeah, yeah, sitting there. You let Eric. Thank you very much. And they said, okay, so 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 let me start from 13. I think that helps put some context to it. And when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say I, the son of man, am? Who do men say that I am? I think Jesus was interested to know what the people were thinking about him. Jesus was interested to know how does his church members perceive him? What do they think of him? Who do men say that I am? God has given us a powerful servant, prophet, pastor. Who do you say that he is? Let's keep reading. And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some say Elias. Others, Jeremiah. Or one of the prophets. He said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? So he, he was asking the, the church members, what are they saying? Then he turned to the pastor that you, what do you say that me I am? So how do you see your prophet, your pastor? Do you join others to talk somehow say rubbish or you see him for who he is a prophet of God a servant of God a man of God that God has given you 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 see Jesus asked the larger crowd then now he came unto his disciples so okay this is what they are saying John the Baptist Elias you what are you saying because what you are saying is important it reveals something are you here? Are you here? 
Uh, we just finish right now. Uh, just small exhortation. Next verse. Next verse. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Let's continue. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Because of what you have said, because of how you see me, you are blessed. A blessing is coming to you. Yes. Because of how he sees his servant. Are you understanding something? It's very serious though. Thou art blessed, Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed it to you, but my Father which is in heaven. He said, something spiritual has taken place. For you to know, you know, God, God, God has sent us a prophet. You see, that is why said several, we always say that the first love church is different. Because the way they see prophet, is that who started calling bishop prophet? He's a bishop, 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 bishop. But they said he's a prophet. And which is different. Because some were saying he's John the Baptist. John the Baptist is also powerful. Elias is also powerful. But it's not like the son of God. It's not like a, and they see him as a prophet. So how they see him makes them receive his words a certain way. I'm talking about honoring by receiving, by paying attention to the words, to the books, to the messages that he has given us. Let's, 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 let's continue. And I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. It was based on that revelation that Peter was promoted to be the head of the church. How he saw his pastor changed everything. Now, how you see your pastor can draw him to you. You didn't understand what I said. It can draw your pastor to you. Because remember, he's the servant of God. He intercedes on your behalf. So when he's drawn to you, there are many blessings that can come your way. Yes, there are many blessings that can come your way. When he's in his prayer closet praying, you see that your name has appeared there. Because you are drawn. You see, that's what Jesus was talking about, Peter, very fondly. Because of the revelation that he had. How do you see the prophet? You see, we have shown you a video. But you, how do you see him? Is he a prophet to you? Like if you are looking for a prophet in Ghana. You know, you see some people going somewhere looking for word of knowledge, looking for this, looking for that. Would you come to the prophet that God has given you? That's what we are talking about. That you should be able to see that, no, this man is very anointed. Nobody can do these things. You come and let's serve God small, start a, a, a fellowship, then you understand that to gather four people that they say they have left their house and they are coming to listen to you, it's not a small thing. Are you hearing? Yeah. Proverbs chapter 4. 
verse 20. I, my time, I just need to close. I think the video is enough. But just for you to see. You see, and if you are in this church, he's your pastor. He is your, he is your, he is your prophet. Second Chronicles, before, before um, Proverbs, Second Chronicles 2020. Very quickly, please, help me so that. It says, believe, 21. Okay. Okay, no, 20. Let me just read portions of it. Believe in the Lord your God, the last part, so shall ye be established. When you believe in God, you are established. But to prosper, like to do well on the earth, he will send you a prophet that you must believe in. He will send you a man that you must listen to. He will send you a, a man that you must... And for us in Kudesh Family Church, he has sent us a prophet. He has sent us the prophet. He has sent us a prophet. He has sent us a prophet. Hallelujah. And he says that if we pay attention to his words, we will prosper. We will prosper. Reverend Ben, please come. Can I get the microphone? I want Reverend Ben to give us his testimony. And then uh, Reverend Sumpa, microphone please. Thank you. Believing in the words. Just focus on what I'm, 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 I'm preaching on. In the words. So this is Reverend Ben Johnson. I hope you all know him. He's a, a handsome man. Married with two children. He's married with two children. This opportunity, and you know, anytime I have the opportunity to talk about Bishop Dag, a prophet, it's, it's a it's, it's a mixed feeling. It's, it's something that is deep. It's not it's not it's not a fake thing. It's something that is in depth. And the Bible says that. He sets the solitary in families. If you, know, if you know me a bit, I mean, I've shared my testimony. I never grew up with my father. And for me, what has made the difference is that, you know, I, I had a message, my father, my father. You see, people hear that message and it means different things to different people. But when I heard that message, I knew that it was a Tuesday evening. I knew that God had placed me in this church to have a father, to continue the father that I never had in, in such anger. And true to his word, prophet has fathered me, both with his. I remember one day I was on the bus and I was reading uh, Transform Your Pastoral Ministry. And then, I, you know, those, I sent him a text from London. I sent him a text that I'm on a bus and I'm reading transform your pastor. He says, how can you make your ministry, how can you have an excellent ministry? Yeah, something like that. Then I, I said to him that um, I want to be an excellent minister. No, not, not even, not minister, an excellent like businessman, an excellent, so I'm using the PVCI for ministry and also for, I remember that, that, that conversation, then he just said powerful. You know, but he has fathered me from um, when I 
at a crossroads when I was making a decision, I'm just fast forwarding, um, to come or to, to decide where to stay. I remember I was at a wedding at Nottingham and I went to him. I said, Prophet, this is a, a letter from the BBC. And those of you who so know... Take your time. They, yes. They want to hear it well. So... I was working as an intern in the BBC. In the BBC. That's the British Broadcasting Corporation. Uh, I was a, is somebody had GBC? Uh, no, not G. It's a B. I was a trainee accountant. And when I finished, a few of us were selected to be given like a, a permanent contract to become the management accountant for BBC Books, BBC Worldwide. BBC has a business called BBC Books. Very powerful position. With, it comes with all its perks and everything. So I, w- I saw it as a blessing, hey. a very powerful blessing. I gave, a, uh, I gave a testimony, thank you testimony. They read it in church. So I went to Nottingham, very excited that, Prophet, your prayers, it's a blessing, this is it. I mean, I'm an immigrant, they are, they are working on my work permits, everything to make me a permanent person. I mean, these are the salary, everything was discussed. His usual self, he looked at it, there was some hesitation. They said, well, it's, it's good, powerful, but I would want you to come to Ghana. Please listen all. Listen carefully. Yeah. His the words, words I want you to come, come to, to Ghana. Ghana. You have a whatever with BBC, sure, whatever, yeah. but yeah. I want you to come to Ghana. Honestly speaking, I mean, I'll be very honest with you. I mean, Reverend Goffrey, it took him just three months to decide to come. It took me one year one year. It's not a small thing. One year I was going, I was coming, going, coming, going, coming. I was doing well by the grace of God. But I just said, you know, then my my wife was here working and so I was discussing with her. You know, it's good to also have a good wife because I was trying to convince her to also come over. Then she said, no. Prophet has also spoken to her that he thinks that I should rather come to, 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 to Ghana. Fast forward, I obeyed and I came after one year. When I came through, and then when I was coming, my boss said, you know what, as you are going, your job is still open for six months. If you go and you want to change your mind, you can come back. So when I came to Ghana, I was living with my mother-in-law in one room with my wife. That's where I had my first daughter. And for the first four months, I didn't have a job. And Bishop Dennis, you see, I'm saying these things and um, I, had, I, I even felt like going back. I remember I told Bishop Saki that it's not working for me here in Ghana. I'm not getting a job. I'm going for interviews here and there. Nothing is working for four months. It's so bad that sometimes when I wake, and I was living with my mother-in-law, so when my wife goes to work, I'll be in the house praying. Then she'll say, hey, you're still praying. She speaks to you. <laughs> it's like, Ghana here, looking for a job. You have to actually go out there. I mean, I felt so... So, the few weeks after, I decided that this prayer is disturbing people. So, when my wife dresses up, I'll also dress up, Bishop. I'll wear my tie and my, my suit. I'll dress up, not telling anybody where I'm going. So, she assumed that maybe I'd gotten some job or I'm going to. And I'll drive with my wife out. She used to work at Backlist. She'll go to work and I'll be in the car park. I'll untie the tie. And then roll the glasses down and continue my prayers. I didn't have anywhere to go looking for a job. But fast forward, God opened the door. I got a job with the World Bank as a consultant working on some project. And then it kept going. What I'm trying to say is that 
just by being connected. And, and, and it hasn't been easy. There was a time where a prophet said, Reverend Ben, I want you to go to be a missionary. I mean, I have some, and I, I couldn't go. I didn't have faith. He wanted me to go to Mozambique. I didn't have faith. And you see, we're a number of people. Some, that decision takes some people away from him. But for me, although I felt that he wasn't happy with me for not going, I still connected with him. And he has loved me as a son, even as a lay pastor. Yes, even as a lay pastor. He has loved me. He has shown me the same love. And, 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 and by the grace of God, I've also taken the lay pastor work to a certain level. You know, so I'm trying to say that his words and, and, and his, he's a father to me. I don't know about anybody, but he's a father to me. Every problem I have, I discuss with him. And the father input in my life has made a difference, you see. And, and I believe that um, um, in, in, you know, in recent times, all the noise and the, the rubbish yeah. going on is to deprive you of a voice. Yeah. Yes, it's to deprive yeah. you of listening to a certain voice that can set you up. I mean, I, I'm 50 years by the grace of God. I, I met Prophet when I was 25. So 25 years, and when I met Prophet and the input he had in my life, he had a big church in London. He was in his 30s. So that, that tells you the impact. And he has impacted my life for 25 good years. Yes. And, and, and if, it's not, if it's not God sent to me, and I don't know, my, my uncle is a pastor. I mean, I discussed things with him, and I told him that, Uncle Pastor Larry, the, the ministry of Bishop Dagwood, when I went to London, I said I won't come back to Ghana. When I went to London, I wanted to make money because, you see, where I'm coming from is very far. From Labadi to Heathrow and London is very far. So my mind and my whole orientation was make money and live well. Yes, live well. I remember when my, my, my father was traveling, my grandmother was telling me when my father was traveling, he went and he never came back for many years. So when I was going, he said, please come back. I said, oh, okay. But in my mind, I didn't want to come back. But my situation was, I was going to make money. If I can't come back, my money will come back. But when I met a, a, a prophet, it changed. Yeah. Labor to be a blessing. The, 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 the books, the ministry changed. So I left London, came to Ghana, both with a degree as an accountant and also I came back to Ghana as a pastor. Have you prospered? By the grace of God. I have my own house. I don't owe anybody. And that house, the testimony for that house, I'll let me, if I can share that yeah, testimony. The Kodesh was being built. It was a Tuesday evening service. The prophet came. I want 10 people to give a thousand pounds. And you know when offerings are giving, you know the, the people who come forward. There are some key people. In London, we knew them. Reverend Koka, and they will come for Bishop Obi was one of the, when he steps forward, no questions asked. I mean, it's, it's, it's straight, it's understood. And I was there, I had worked that summer, and I was going back to school, I think the following week. I had about 2,000, 2,000 pounds with me. And Bishop said, 10 people to give 1,000 pounds, come and line up. And they all came. And I got up, a student too, and I went. So Prophet was praying for God bless you, God bless you, you God bless you. Are you listening? God bless you. When he got to my, 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 he stood back. Then he asked Bishop Richard, ah, where are we? Where are we? Because you know the offering, they start from 5,000. He says, 1,000 pounds. They say, 1,000 pounds. What, what work do you do? I said, I'm a student. I'm believing God. 
I mean, the whole place was, I could feel the anointing. For all of the people, he came to me and then he hugged me and said, God will build you a house. God will build you a house. Yeah. And, and God used him to, I remember when I came to Ghana, in this office, he called me after first service with Dr. Banker. Was the two of that were sitting. He said, do you have a house? No. Do you have a house? No. You guys should start a project. Then he called Madarinata, then uh, Lady Pastor Alice, to his office. Then he called, call Nabitus. This that Monday, Reverend Ben is starting his project. He's doing footing. That was the first time I heard the word footing. I didn't know anything about building. Building, he's starting. When I came, I said, oh, I don't have money. Because I didn't have a job. When I told my wife I was starting, she even laughed at me. That, ah, starting a house without a job, I mean, it doesn't work. But by the grace of God, by just listening to his voice, I have house today. And I, I say to this to the glory of God, that he's a good man. Yeah. And he's a good father to yeah. all of us. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Please put back the scripture, 2020. 2020. You see, what he has just, what Reverend Ben has just said is believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, we, we, we are getting to the end. I'm talking about honoring somebody by honoring the words. It's time to listen to the messages, listen, read the books, and do them. That the things that we hear, we have Bishop Nee here, he's a real son. And many of the things he says is direct from so we must listen to it to help us. That's how you will prosper. That's how we will prosper. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4. It says, my son, are we sons? Are we daughters? If you are not, try and graduate. Because the blessings is for the sons and the daughters. Would you give an inheritance to anybody? Eh? You give your inheritance to your children. Do you hate other children? But you give them to your children. Oh, but the other people, brotherly love, why don't you give it to other people? It's for sons. So try and become a son. Hallelujah. It says, my son, attend unto my words. Incline your ears unto my sayings. Next verse. Let them not depart from thine eyes. It's like you must be looking on it all the time. All the time you are reading. How many of you have Macarius? Hey, you are, you are very few. Where is Ciclo? You should look in the congregation. Please, there are a lot of Macariuses in the bookshop. Try and get one. That's the whole set of books. Try and get one. Okay, yeah. So that you can be looking at it. It will not depart from thine eyes. Always on it. Always on it. Or it says, keep them in the midst of thine heart. Let it be there. Let it remain there. First John chapter 3 verse 8. Very quickly. First John chapter 3 verse 8. It should remain there. You see, if the thing is not there, you enter into problems. Yes. 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 When you continue the verse, it says, for they are life to those who find it and health, health even physically, health to you. And so in First John chapter 3, verse 8, it says that the one who commits sin is of the devil because the devil sins from the very beginning. 
Verse 9. Verse 9 is what I'm looking for. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. When I read that, I said, ah. It means that if you are, not, if you are born again, you, you do not commit sin. You do not. You do not. You, you, it's like it's something that... It's like it's, it's become very hard to commit sin. Oh, yes, the scripture. But this is the reason. This is the reason why the person who is born again does not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him. His seed. And Luke 8, 11 tells us that the seed is the word. The seed is the word. The seed, that's why he's saying that when you keep the words, he says they are life to you. They are life to you. They are health to you. Yes. Yes. So the seed, the seed which is the word, the word that we have, it must always, that is why the apostles, the, the, the people, they continued in apostles' doctrines. That's why they continue. The thing must remain. Not today. It's just today, just for today. No. It must be there continually. It must be there continually. If you have not been taking the book seriously, start. Please come. We have another testimony here. Tell us your testimony. Praise the Lord. I joined this church many years ago from Church of Pentecost. Okay. As I joined the church, one of the main things that attracted me was, was the, the preaching of the prophets. I mean, when I joined the very first day, he was preaching on a message, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Beautiful. And his righteousness. All right. And all other things shall be added. I, I was then in the first year university. I've never heard something like that before. So then... I decided that what does it? I mean, I didn't want to stay. But the next Sunday, the shepherd came again, took me to the service, and it was the same message. For about six weeks, he was preaching on the same message, seeking ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I mean, the message touched my heart so much that I started to, I mean, follow the prophets. I was there one day when I had a dream that, oh, your father have died many years ago. So I am giving you a father. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Oh, it's a good place to put your hands together. A father. What does a father do? A father speaks to his children. So I decided that every Sunday when they finish the service, I will buy the message and then listen to it the whole week. It's difficult then to be able to say, oh, I want to meet a prophet. I want to talk to the prophet. No. My was... The messages that he's preaching, Sunday after Sunday, I will take the message and start to listen to it over and over and over again. I mean, I listen to the messages so that so much that, I mean, every message that I listen to gives me a certain direction to go. Hallelujah. Amen. And I remember one of the messages, Bishop was saying, that, look, a lot of you feel that when you go to school and you finish, school is able to do all that you need. No. There are two groups of people. One of them are people that are able to start things on their own. All right. So all of you are looking for a job every day when you are finished. That was when I finished school. For about two years, I was looking for a job. Also, I couldn't find a job. So I decided that I will start something small. Hallelujah. Amen. And I started a business. I tell you, how do you run a business? I've not been to business school before, but I decided to use the same messages that he has been preaching. Every step I want to take, I will find a message that he has said something about. 
and then I will use it to the glory of God. Of God. He arranged gradually. So Bishop has been my father over the years. And I heard that somebody, there are two people. One group can have a close relationship with the father. But you can also have a close relationship with the father without him knowing that you have a close relationship with him. Right. By listening to his words. That's right. So that was my story. I mean, I'm a shy person. Hardly will I say, well, I want to go and meet the prophet. There's, no, no. I will only take a minute. From that time till now, I can hardly count the number of days I've gone through the day without having to listen to a message. Even today, I have listened to about two messages before coming to church. Basically, that is how the prophet relates with me. Any you are going to say something about Bishop. Yes, so when he came, then I related with him. The Lord, I mean, he was, he was, we were having fasting and prayers. And then he was having one of the prophet books. He has opened it and then underlined a lot of places, green, yellow, red. So I just was standing by the gate there looking at him. And then the Holy Spirit whispers to me that this is him. Follow him. He will take you to the prophets. Fast forward, it didn't take much. He became so interested in me. Then he would be going and say, oh, I want to go. Then I would dodge. Continuously dodging him. And one of the days, he grabbed me and took me to the prophets. And I can say that today... The prophet knows my name. He can relate closely with me. Recently, I had a challenge, and I was really taken aback on so many things, but he just took a phone, and he called me and spoke to me for about five minutes and prayed for me. I can tell you for sure, since that day, I have never been the same again. So the word is true. By the prophet, the Lord delivered Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet, he established them. Tell us briefly in two minutes how you came to build I mean, mega uh, office block. I remember it was also a Lablam meeting at Mampong. I mean, I have been listening to the prophet all the time. So when there's a program that will let's go and listen, I feel that the one I listened to in my room always have more effects. So even if I'm going, I'm going to get a message and come and start the listening. But when I went for that particular program, the prophet was speaking. And then he would come to and come and speak to us. Some of you have built businesses over the years. But you see, a business that is built without proper infrastructure, or you don't have a building to show, with time, the business cannot survive. And then he gave examples of businesses that are in the country that came and they have all gone. So he spoke straight as though he was speaking. Then you go and then you come there again. You must build a headquarters for your business. The monies you are using to go and buy cars and to do all these things can be the same money you can use to build a business headquarters. By then I had raised some money. I think around hundred thousand dollars or so. I was going to buy some car. I mean, three times he came to me as though he is talking to me that don't don't buy the car. So I listened to the voice of the prophet, and when we came, God arranged for me to get a land at a very good place. Within, within about one year, I had built about seven-story seven building that was to become, without, without even one CD, one CD loan from, from somewhere. I didn't even feel it that I was building something. It came with, no, I mean, till today, 
Many people fail in something great, but for me, it was just an instruction from the prophet. I decided to give it a try. It's not really... Yeah. And I can tell you that if we can hearken to the voice of the prophets, like the, the way Bishop Dennis is teaching us, a lot of our problems will be solved. The Bible said that, and the word preached did not profit them because they did Preach. not miss it with faith. So when we believe that God has given us a prophet, I believe with all my heart, he's my father, he's my prophet, he's my, my pastor, he's my apostle, he's my, I look at him with everything in ministry. I say, oh, one day I just want to have at least 1,000 people because this is a father. If I can get just 1% of the grace that is upon him, many people will think that I'm doing well. But I just want to have 1% of the grace that is upon him. Grace for building. Grace for preaching. Grace for leading. Grace for reading leaders. leaders. All these graces are graces that is upon the prophets. And the God loves us so much that he has given us such a prophet. It is up to us. What you do with your prophet is to hear him. Is to obey him. That's is right. to listen to him and you will get a prophet that God has installed through him for you. Thank you very much. God bless you. Wow. Yeah, the building. So, 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 Reverend Ben left something small when he was talking about the building. So, we want him to. Uh, are you? Do you want to build your own house? So, so maybe just tell us the part about the building. Yes. We, we so, all want to build our own house. So, it was a Sunday morning first service that he called me to his office and asked me, "Have you built? Do you have a building? Do you have a land?" First question. Oh, Bishop, I have a land. He said, "Start building." You know, they start building in my mind, oh, when I get a job, yes. It's, I mean, I'm sure everybody wants to start building. But yeah. his, he was very special. He said, start building. So he even made, he called, uh, uh, late Pastor Alice called, and late Pastor Alice gave me a contractor. I was supposed to meet the contractor. But my mind is that it's not now. I don't have money. I don't even have a job. So Sunday, I came to church. This following Sunday. The following, the following Sunday. Sunday. After church, he told, let him come. So he came. He said, huh, so what, what did you, have you started? So, so can I see the pictures? Then I said, oh, daddy. <laughs> he insisted. He said, Where no, are no, the no, pictures? No, 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 You should start now. I said, no, I'm telling you, start. I mean, it was almost becoming, uh, the meeting was almost spoiling. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the, the Monday, the Monday, I, the, the guy called me. Then he said, okay, he's building somewhere. He'll use the wood that he has to come and do. He said, so there's a footing. So he said, okay, this is the plan. So this is it. This is it. This is it. it took us one week to do the footing. Then I took pictures. And the Sunday when I came, he called. There were two of us. Uh, yeah, two of us. Patrick, he always calls us. So when I came the following Sunday, I said, oh, Bishop, these are the... He said, very good. He said, Patrick, where is it? You see... This is what I say. People don't believe. Then he, he got up. He said, well, you guys are blessed. Then I realized that it's a very serious thing. I mean, I struggled. The pictures didn't come again until 
I started digging. <laughs> you know, so Bishop, the, I think the insisting on start building. The obedience yes. of yes. start building. Yes. I've started. Yes. Yeah. That, that's the point. Are you here? Are you learning something at all? Because some of us are being blessed. The, 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 the practice is not working. Yes. So there are many excuses to give. That's the point. There are many excuses. Oh, Bishop, a very good idea, but I'm not working. I don't have money. So, no, start, start. So you are giving you a contract and you are giving you, just start. So just go and start. You see, that obedience is what we are saying that it just opens a door That's right. for every other thing to follow. Are you getting it? Amen. Yeah. That's why it says, my son, attention to the words. Because they are life, they are health to all who find it. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Have you learned something? So when you hear somebody saying rubbish on the internet, you see, we don't have time. The testimonies, they are here plenty. Yes, we, we don't have time. A lot of testimonies. So we, we just shared a few so that people can... Start. I remember when we were on the mission, one day Chalema was broke. I was broke on the mission field. Then I think after a week or so, they sent a parcel from South Africa. When I opened the parcel, rams. I think it's about 5,000 rams or something. Yes. From the prophet. Yeah. The testimonies are plenty. Plenty. As I came to Accra, eh, he personally called the school. Not me. He called the school that they should make arrangements for my children. Personally. So, we are just sharing some of these things to know that we have a very good pastor. Only that you are far. You see, that's why I said you should be a son. Should be a son. Eh? Some of you will take you. You see, like the way Bishop has taken Reverend Sampa. I think there's grace to be. So come closer. If you are interested in ministry, it, it's a door. It opens a door for you. Are you here or you are going home? Yeah. That's how our lives have been. But if I stand here, me, I'm not supposed to be standing here. You know, in BBNE, when I sit in my office, I say, wow. It's too fun. And my office is nowhere near the office that I have here, but I was so grateful. When I sit in that office and other pastors come there, ah, it's like, it's like some small boy be with a very wonderful, but it's because I have a father. There's no other, not that I'm not anointed, not that I'm intelligent, not that I work, nothing of this, just your fathers are, are giving you this. So please, I think, who do men say that I am? You are receiving answers to that question. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. In the name of Jesus. Just lift up your hands and begin to pray. Lord, help me to see this prophet, this man of God for who he really is. Some of you, he will appear in your dream. I'm telling you. Yes. 
Oh, lift up your voice and pray just for a minute in the name of Jesus. Help me to pay attention to the words. Help me to pay attention to the words, Lord. I come to you. Help me to pay. I have seen people like me who have done it. Lord, help me. Hitherto, I have not paid attention. But today, as I hear these testimonies, as I hear your word, Lord, I pray, help me. Help me to know this man for who he truly is in my life. In the name of Jesus, help me to love him. Help me to love him. Help me to receive him. Help me to receive him. The Bible says, as many as believed in him, as many as received him, a power was granted unto them. I pray in the name of Jesus. Let that be my story, Lord. In his mighty name, amen. With all eyes closed, you are here, you came to church. You have heard this word and you are wondering, my life is so difficult. Things are so hard. How do I hear all these wonderful people sharing all these nice things? The foundation is in Christ. Except a man be born again. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his son that whosoever believes in him should not perish. That means should have life. The life that you are watching, the life that the, those giving the testimonies have described, it comes when Jesus Christ is your Lord. You are here like that. You want to give your heart to Jesus very quickly. I want you to lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Wherever you are, just lift up your hand. Just lift up your hand. I give my life. I give my life to Jesus. I give my life to Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to walk to me. Just walk to me wherever you are. In the crowd, just walk to the front. Ask us help them. Please come. Please come. Please come. God bless you. Your life is changing. Your life is changing. Something is happening to you. So we are going to pray. I'm going to lead you in prayer. Whatever I say, say it with meaning and faith after me. Today your life is changing by this prayer. Say with me, Heavenly Father. Let's all join in, Heavenly Father. 
We thank you for your word. We thank you for Jesus who came to die for our sins. Today, I repent of my sins, of my wicked ways, and I accept Jesus as my Lord and my personal Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Lead me to do his will. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Somebody says amen. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana, HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light 